You're listening to the Eltham Baptist Church Podcast. But you know, Christmas is a reminder that God came for the forgotten. He came for the lonely. He came for the troubled. He came for those people who feel a little bit like a nobody. If you're a nobody, Christmas is your celebration. Christmas is for the nobodies. Christmas is for the people who feel a little bit like they just don't fit. They're a little bit forgotten or feel a little bit troubled inside. Christmas is your celebration. Think about Luke chapter 2, verse 8. God has this amazing news, this great news. We mentioned this at our Christmas carol service just a a week or so ago as, as well. Who is he going to declare this mighty thing that he has done to the shepherds. He picks the shepherds. Now, you may have heard this before, or you may not have heard, but shepherds didn't have a great reputation. Because of uh, Jerusalem wasn't exactly surrounded by green pastures, and often they would have to take the flocks of sheep far away from the city in order to find suitable grazing pasture for them. And so therefore, it wasn't friends and family necessarily who looked after sheep. They would actually use a hired hand. And they would be gone sometimes for months at a time, leading the flocks to find green pasture. And and because there was a lack of supervision, well, there were kind of rumors as to, you know, well, how many sheep actually, you know, how many new lambs were born whilst this flock was gone? And and how many might you have taken for yourself? It was, it was that kind of dubious reputation that the, the shepherds had. In fact, one historian, a writer at the time, basically said there was no more disreputable occupation. And it is to shepherds that God comes with good news. It's to shepherds that he comes and he says, hey, I got a little secret. You got to hear this. This amazing thing that I have done. The shepherds, they couldn't hold an official position. Um, In fact, their testimony, their witness, wouldn't be upheld in court. And God comes to the shepherds. Christmas is a time where we are reminded that the Christ child came to the nobodies of this world. The forgotten, the lonely, the troubled. We've been through this Advent looking at a number of famous Christmas carols and Back on Christmas Eve in 1844, in a little French provincial town, the parish priest felt that a new carol was needed. And so he, he asked a most unlikely character to write one. Placide Capot was a wine merchant. He particularly didn't have any particular Christian leanings. And in, in actual fact, it was a little bit on the socialist side of things. And And he'd walked away from the church, but he was a brilliant poet and a great writer. And and so the parish priest came and he asked him, would you write a a hymn, a new hymn for us to sing? So in a stagecoach on the way to to Paris, so the legend has it, he he wrote down this, this particular poem called Midnight Christians, basically saying Midnight Christians is the solemn hour whom God as man descended unto us. He asked his friend, 
a well-known uh, composer who was, who was composing songs for the various theatres and opera houses in Paris, Adolf Adam, to actually write some music to us. And he came up with a now famous tune. Thing was, he was a Jew. And then this song became so popular, written by a winemaker, composed, music composed by a Jew. This, this song became so popular that John Sullivan Dwight, a Unitarian minister, today we would call the Unitarian church something of a cult, a man who had no faith and had pretty much given up on the whole deal. He picked up this carol and he, he actually rewrote some of it calling it the song which we have just sung, the song which we, we know so well, O Holy Night. It started off as Midnight Christians, but it, but it comes to us in the English as O Holy Night. It's, it's written by a wine merchant. The composition, the music is put together by a Jew, and it fell to John Sullivan Dwight, a Unitarian minister who had all but lost his faith to actually give us the modern-day version. It sounds like it was a song that had to be written. God wanted this song to be written, and he wanted it to be sung. And he chose, if you like, the most unlikely people to bring us the song that we now cherish and sing year after year. The gospel of Jesus Christ is for the most unlikely people. It's for the forgotten, the lonely, the troubled. It's for the nobodies of this world. Imagine that scene in Luke 2 out there on the hillside. Imagine the shepherds as this angel all of a sudden comes to him, surrounded by the radiance of God, which must have been so alarming that they were awestruck. They were, they were afraid for their lives. The angel says to them in verse 10, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will bring great joy for everybody. Great joy for the nobodies of this world. In verse 11, he declares the Savior, yes, the Messiah. The anointed one, the one that you've been waiting for, the Lord himself, he's been born. He's been born. And as he is joined by a choir of angels, all of a sudden they are singing together, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to all men on whom God's favor rests. This peace, as I, I mentioned in our carol service a couple of weeks ago, this peace is not just that kind of tranquil external peace, which is kind of temporary, and you see it from time to time in this world. This, this peace is eternal. This peace lasts forever. This peace is within a person. Jesus describes it as soul rest. Rest for your souls. Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you this kind of peace. Rest for your souls. It transcends all understanding, the Bible says. It's true peace, real peace, the very thing that a troubled soul would be looking for. Peace for the nobodies of this, this world. On another Christmas Eve in 1870, the France-Prussian War was underway, and there is a there is a famous story about a particular night, yes, Christmas Eve, when there was just suddenly a, a pause in the shooting. The French soldiers on one side, the German forces on the other, a valley in between littered with bodies. And then suddenly in the quiet, 
everybody conscious of the time of year that it was. Suddenly in the quiet, a French soldier stands and he starts to sing, O Holy Night. Nobody shoots. All is quiet. Listen to the words again. Let me read them to you. O Holy Night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error, pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of, of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morning. Can you imagine in those trenches how they may have longed for that new and glorious morn? And then in verse 2, it says, Truly he taught us to love one another. His law is love and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break, for the slave is our brother, and in his name all oppression will cease. Sweet hymns of joy in grateful chorus raise we. Let all within us praise his holy name. When he finished, apparently a German soldier then stood. And he sung a song that I don't have the words to and I don't know, apparently written by Luther. But the title of this song was, From Heaven Alone. To earth I came. Again, silence, a pause in the shooting. As now the French soldiers listened to this German soldier sing. There is 24 hours, apparently, of silence. The shooting did commence once more, but just 28 days later, the war was over. To the nobodies of the world comes a gospel of peace, a gospel which is worth broadcasting. Verse 20 of this chapter tells us that the shepherds heard the angels sing. They went to see this marvelous thing. They visited the baby. They saw what God has done. And as they returned home, the shepherds were glorifying and praising God because of this marvelous thing that they had seen. Again, on a Christmas Eve, 1906 now. Up until that time, there was no radio broadcast, no radio. Um, all uh, that they had in those days was a wireless system. Um, ships would have this wireless system and uh, uh, newspaper outlets in their main office. It seems that it was something like a Morse code, but, but the idea was that messages could be conveyed electronically and and through this wireless, little tiny speakers were used to capture coded impulses. But on Christmas Eve in 1906, Reginald Fessenden had been toying with a new invention that would actually convey a, a voice over the waves, the airwaves, to these wireless speakers. And on that particular night, he decided to test it. Can you imagine being out at sea and usually your little wireless 
receiver would normally give just electronic impulses or something, but there you were out at sea, or maybe, maybe you were manning the desk at some newspaper company waiting for news to come from around the world or wherever it might come. And all of a sudden, for the very first time, you hear a voice. Reginald decided that to test this, he would read from the Gospel of Luke. And so he started to read in Luke chapter 2. Around that time, Caesar Augustus decreed that a census should be taken. The very first words to be transmitted by radio anywhere in the world. And having read Luke chapter 2... He takes up his violin and he decides to test this a bit further. Well, that's the voice that seems to be going over. I wonder if music or song could be conveyed through this little device as well. So do you know what the very first song ever to be broadcast by radio was? He starts to play on his violin, Oh Holy Night. It was a song that had to be written. It was written by nobodies. It's a song that that brought just a pause to the war in 1870. And then, as if God just needed it broadcast a little bit further in 1906, it was suddenly going around the world through the airwaves in this little thing called a wireless, what we now understand to be a radio. To the nobodies of the world comes a gospel of peace, a gospel that is worth broadcasting. But note this, the song doesn't bring peace. Peace brings the song. Do you know that peace yet? Has the peace of God yet been allowed entrance to your heart? Has it produced that beautiful song within you that seems to come out of many Christians at this time of the year? This stranger in Father Brown's house turns out to be quite a character. He seems to know just where to find a donkey. And he seems to be one of the few people in town who's a donkey tamer and seems to be able to make the donkey behave. And so he turns up at the carols with this donkey in tow, something that nobody else has been able to do. And then, as the choir walked to the church on Christmas Eve, leading the choir is this vagrant who was a guest in Father Brown's house. And he is singing like an angel. Sometime after the service, they're sitting around the table, and, and this stranger has to pop out just for a moment. And looking for him, just a, just a few minutes later, because the turkey is going cold, the housemaid notes that even though he seemed to have left the house, she can't see any footprints in the snow. And I guess it's a little bit of a fictional story, but it leaves one wondering, did they just open up their house, not just to a stranger, but maybe an angel, as Hebrews tells us, can happen? Good things come to us when we open up our homes to strangers. Amazing things come to us when we open up our hearts to Christ. Let's pray.
Lord, we thank you again for this wonderful opportunity to gather together to sing your praises and to contemplate the gift of your son, Jesus. To the nobodies of the world comes a gospel of peace, a gospel which ought to be broadcast. This gospel is for us. This gospel is for everybody who's ever felt alone, forgotten, troubled. This peace is not the sort of peace that the world would bring. This transcends the world's understanding. It's rest for the soul. And I just pray, Heavenly Father, tonight, maybe there's somebody who does not yet know that soul rest. They have never experienced that peace, the peace which brings a song. They've not yet opened up their heart and invited you to come and reign in their life. And usher in your peace and your joy, your love and your hope. Maybe tonight should be that night. And if that is you, it's not complicated. You can invite the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart simply by acknowledging that he is who he says he is. The Son of God come to save the world from their debt of sin. He can save you from your sin and he can save you from your sinfulness. If you just place your trust in him, say, I believe and I receive the forgiveness that is your gift to me. That's it. That's what makes a child of God. If you'd like to do that tonight, please come and see one of us afterwards. We'd love to lead you through that prayer. We'd love to lead you to that place where you know the peace of God. And all the Lord's people said, Amen. You've been listening to the Eltham Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to hear more or simply pay us a visit, go to www.elthambaptist.com.au.